Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kester Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are again joined for the last time of this... This week. This week. This movie. And this movie uh, by Bobby from the Beauty and the Beastly Minute. Welcome back. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. I'm excited that I got in here. Didn't get in for very long, but it's awesome to be here with you guys to finish up this movie. Um, this is, I think, I don't know for sure, but you know, one of the shortest movies in, in the movies by minutes genre. And so we do have a limited number of spots. It's not like Lord of the Rings where they have, <laughs> I don't even know how many weeks they have. They have about nine months of recording yeah. every, you know, where they're, they're hundred dropping. minutes ahead of us. They're one, exactly 100 minutes ahead of us. Okay, and yeah. they're still there. And we're going to be done before they're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little I bit. And we started. <laughs> A hundred minutes after them. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> they have the long stuff. They have a lot of room for guests, whereas we have to be a, a little bit more judicious um, than even we suspected when we started, knowing it was only 17 and a half weeks. So we've had a few that, that were split up, and a few of the other movies by minutes do that too. So it's, yeah, it's, and it's part of the game. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. You get, you get a little more variety in, in, in who you have to talk about things, and everybody has a different view about these movies because everyone grew up with them. So it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I I do like it. It's just tough because I also kind of enjoy um, the. By the time you get to a Friday recording, uh, you know, if you if you've been talking with someone through a whole week's worth of episodes, it, it's an entirely different experience. And when you right. get a just do two, it's it's a little tougher. But we get through it. Yeah, we get through <laughs> it. And I mean, if we're gonna do more movies, then we'll we'll have more chances. We'll have more chances. Have go. more guests on. Though probably some of our guests from this movie will... Yeah, we'll, we'll get returning we'll, we'll guests, get returning but guests we might have to give them less time. It's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, especially because it's an animation, an animated movie mm-hmm. and uh, for children, so a lot of the films are a lot shorter than yes. some of the other films that are going minute by minute. So Yeah, so a lot of the Disney films are, are going to be shorter, but it just means we get to do more every year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but we will take a break. Like, yeah, we will take, we're taking we will take a, a break. We're taking a little time <laughs> we off after we will not go straight into the next movie. Do y'all um, know what the next movie is going to be? Yes, we are planning uh, to jump forward to the Disney Renaissance, and we will, we'll, we're kind of going to go back and forth some, so we can get some okay. of the more recent ones. People you know, grew up with them and, and had experiences going to see them in the theaters and stuff, so we're going to jump up to Little Mermaid, uh, 1989's own Little Mermaid. But, not immediately after we finish this. So yeah, there was, we, a little break time, but then we're going to jump up to Little Mermaid, which is also exactly as it, many minutes as Snow White was. But it has credits. It has... Yeah, so that means it's actually a shorter, shorter film. film. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yes. Which I, I wouldn't have expected. I would have guessed that it was, um, you know, more than an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, at least. But it's 83 minutes. And including the credits, which... I mean, it's not as long as the credits for, say, Lord of the Rings. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's it's still much longer than the two episodes, two and a half episodes we spent on credits for Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Those were in the beginning, and they were just It quick. was eight cards, I think. Eight eight name cards yeah. that came up with maybe 50 or so uh, animator and background painter names, yeah. for the most part. Mm. Um, no, nothing like the modern credits. Yeah. But... Hey, it's it's a it, that's another advantage to us um, bouncing around is we get to talk about these differences and the the differences in filmmaking in general and storytelling and and visual storytelling, but also 
you know, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs was the first full-length animated feature ever, and, you know, as soon as that's established, it's a different game. So jumping up to the, the late 80s and, and through the 90s is going to be fun and interesting to, to see how things changed. In this, everything's a revolution. Yeah. And in that, not so much is a, is a revolution, but some of the stuff that they're doing with computers and um, getting other features into it, still revolutionary. Yeah, and I'm excited for you guys to be to be jumping forward a little bit because um, doing the Beastly Minute podcast, we are able to interact a little bit with the the people that made it the movie. You know, they're still around; they haven't passed away yet. Um, so yeah. hopefully, being a little closer to to the modern time, y'all can uh, can incorporate some of that into to your future podcasts. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, we we hope to to get a little bit more of that. It's nice even just to have the mentality of archiving this information about the process of of creating it. Um with older films, it's very rare and you're very lucky to get good information. That's why we refer so much to the creation of the classic um book that Kester has. It's so, because it's it's the best resource we have whereas yeah, modern it's movies been, It's done by the Disney Family Museum. So yeah. And right. and the modern stuff you get more featurettes and you get a better explanation from the people who were involved. And some, in many cases they were documenting it as they were going. And with Snow White, a lot of it is people having to piece together this documentary footage from things that they happened to record, but nothing so intentional. I mean, my grandfather, whose mother created the, the Snow White dress, the, the yellow and blue and red one. Um, -hmm. The iconic Snow White dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, dress. Not 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 her peasant dress, but her 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 dress. Um, he he would talk about how there would be dumpsters upon dumpsters filled with original artwork and original <gasps> uh, things because they didn't think they were they didn't they didn't or, or like again. sets and oh, um, probably horrible. probably the model for the the Snow White house that yeah is some, lost. somebody you know. I I have heard, I don't, I mean, we don't have it yeah. as far as I know, but I've heard that somebody built a, a small 3D model of the cottage so that they could line up lighting and the perspectives for the background paintings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was suspicious that that couldn't have been done because I didn't think that everything lined up quite right, but somebody did it. They like did the work and there was a physical model that they could go look at and, you know, kind of take a wall out and, and, you know, take a picture of. And But with all huh. the dumpsters, they're dumpsters of so many original artwork that would be worth so much money now. And I mean, people but, pay money for for animation cells, but they're they're and they don't they're, have them. They're gone. They're trash. That's they were so trashed sad. eighty years ago. So it's it's horrible, and I'm so happy that there's a better system in place now for preserving these things, or at least documenting mm-hmm. um, and and archiving some of it um, for for posterity. Yeah, exactly. So that is an exciting part about jumping into the future. But for today, we are still back in <laughs> 1930s. <laughs> 1937, <laughs> uh, with minute 72. Um, of Snow White, and it starts with Snow White saying, "Frightening a poor old lady to the to the birds." After she says, "Shame, Shame on you. you," and it ends with the dwarfs singing, "Hi ho, um, it's off to work we go." And originally, when I just heard it, I thought it said, "It's home to work we go," because the way that they say "off," like the the their "o" is is really 
Weird. They don't. Yeah, the the Ulf like to work we go or something like that. Yeah, the way they pronounce it, it sounds almost like half the dwarfs were saying home and half of them were saying off, <laughs> and they didn't have a full recording or something of of everybody singing the the right line. But, but I they're mean, going to work. <laughs> the The original song is home oh. from work, mm-hmm. and it's odd because I would say the song is typically sung when people go off to work, and that's how they sing it. And it's like. No, that's just a little snippet. That's just a little reprise. Yeah. The the original and the main one that you're probably thinking of when you sing it is Home From Work. Uh-huh. I've had a few people post on Facebook in the past few months saying, uh, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's, uh, um, it's off, to, off work. to work we go. And I'm like, like that's not the actual song. lyrics, but okay. <laughs> well, that's funny because uh, that's, that's how I remember it. And as a kid, you know, when we'd sing it, you know, going around the house or whatever, that's how we would always do it. It's hi ho ho, it's off to work we go. And so I remember at some point I realized I was watching the movie and it's like, wait, that doesn't make sense because they first, they're leaving the mine and they're going home. Why are they saying off to work? And then, you know, I saw it and I was like, oh, I've been singing like the words backwards the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you go back to the beginning of our minutes, um, like, yeah, several months ago. Several months, months ago. Couple months back. <laughs> um, with the queen going to the magic mirror, everyone thinks mm-hmm. it's mirror, mirror on the wall, but she says Mag- magic mirror on magic the wall. Mirror. Yeah. And in the and in the Grimm's version that Andrew has, it says it, it, it said looking glass looking glass so, on the wall. So yeah. it wasn't even the mirror. the mirror thing. <laughs> and we've talked about this before. You know the the Mandela effect, where it, there's this kind of cultural confusion about something and I think the hi ho song is is just another example of it where you kind of think that's what it is and until you actually think about it it's like but they sing it when they're leaving the mine and they're going home so that doesn't yeah. really work but they do sing it again going to the mine just it's a, just a small snippet of it yeah though. it's just hi ho hi ho it's off, off to, to work, work we, we go don't. and then a little bit of whistling and that's it it's mm-hmm. it's short and quick and it's nothing like the original song <laughs> But that's at the end of today. Yes, it begins with Snow White reprimanding the birds for attacking the poor old woman. And the the hag... Um, Continuing her, her ongoing grift of Snow White, this insurance fraud con man scam of hers. <laughs> right. She but, says, but before- oh my heart, my heart, take me inside. Take uh-huh. a glass of water. But before that, she she's, she's grabbing the apple and it's like holding it so dearly she says i thought i i'd lost it did she say that i couldn't hear it but that's what the subtitles said because oh we watched so it she was worried subtitles. that she had actually like yeah. lost track of mm-hmm. wow i didn't hear her say that but i was watching and i she must have said it very quietly yeah i, don't yeah, know, I thought but... i thought i heard that when i listened to the when i was watching the minute because uh, i had the volume turned up really loud because my kids were going crazy and i was like <laughs> wait did she just say something about the apple <laughs> Yeah, she she thinks she lost it, and she did it. She's holding it so dearly and closely to her. She's like, Fully no, she had lost it. I know. <laughs> oh well. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but yeah, then she she does like, I'm serious. Like this this con, this grifter, this this insurance scam of like, I've been attacked by the birds. Oh, you have to take me inside. Ah, my heart, my heart. It's like. She's going to talk about how much she's going to sue Snow White for being attacked on her property. (laughs) (laughs) But then she's bringing the witch inside the cottage. And and it's working. It's It's working working on Snow White. It's one thing to talk to the person. 
which is still not okay. But it's another thing to sh- say, shame on you to your friends and that the, the and birds then, and, and then, then bring, bring this stranger, this stranger who is really manipulating you into the house and uh, and then you see her put her in or lead her to a chair mm-hmm. set her down and she's holding she's the clutching. apple she's clutching to it she's smiling as Snow White turns around and the she animals come to the, this. the animals come to the window and see her and it's just like Snow White what are you doing and the animals see like this sinister look in the hag's eye as she's holding this apple she's like my plan is working mm. yeah Ugh. But the the dwarf so frustrating because because of her, <laughs> the way she's, um, look or the the look in her mm-hmm. in the hag's face when Snow White turns around and she's holding the apple and clutch and holding it like to, she's like holding it really close to her heart. Yeah, she's like I'm not gonna lose track of this <laughs> no, anymore. No, not anymore. Uh, she like looks at it. She cleans it off a little. I think. Yeah, she she like wipes her sleeve on yeah, it to and, get the dirt off. And she's which just, I was curious like. Is she gonna wipe the poison off, or does it? It's seeped in. It's probably right? seeped in, so yeah. it, it, it can't be cleaned she's, off. She, she she smiles really wickedly, wickedly, and and like her eyes are terrifying. It's, it's just so terrifying. Like they they but peel so the skin beautiful. so far back on the yeah. eyes. That's I mean, it's like, so ah. terrifying. But the animation of it is, and the and it being part of this climactic moment is so beautiful and I loved it even though I was like Snow White you are driving me crazy don't do this why are you doing this but uh, the animals see it and then they run off now they definitely know something's up and they go and run off but yeah the Snow White goes gets goes and gets the hag uh, some Uh, some water yeah did the faucet look a little Different? I didn't note it looking any different. I, it just—it um, was probably I didn't look because closely. it was. Like, it's the first time. It well, it's the first time since the cleaning that we've seen it in like daylight. Yeah. And um, this is a different angle, I think, than we've ever seen it. Yeah. But um, yeah, she fi- she fills up a little little uh, cup, like one of those uh, like cup ladles, <laughs> with some water, and and we don't see her bring it back over to the hag. No. But no. the animals get out of there. They they get out of there and the turtle. <laughs> yes, the turtle's back. We love the that turtle's turtle. Back, he's great. He's he so he sad. falls. Yeah, he's so sad. So he's just trying. But he 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 falls down. He's looking through the window, and the animals rush off. And through their rushing, he he gets turned around. Turned around and <laughs> and falls down off so the window I, ledge. But I have an important note about the animals rushing off. Okay, when you're at the window. And you see the animals, like, looking through the window, and then they turn around, and they start running away from the cottage. There's about 10 million chipmunks in that group of animals. But then, when it changes angles, and it shows the animals, like, running over the stream and and into the forest, Mm -hmm. there's, like, two chipmunks, but about, like, 80 bunnies. (laughs) So all of those chipmunks somehow turned into rabbits (laughs) when they switched angles. Didn't that happen earlier in the film where, like, all... The animals have been kind of inconsistent um, throughout it, and I don't know how that happens. Where all the chipmunks turned into rabbits or something? Or squirrels. There were so many of... of, There were so many of something, and then all of a sudden they're, like, not doing anything, and and there's a lot of something else. I think during the cleaning sequence that happened, there were sequences like, I don't see any rabbits, and then all of a sudden I saw a sequence that was like, oh, there's a ton of rabbits. Yeah. Um... 
something like that. And so I, I, I wonder how that happened. Like what the instructions were to the animators, like, okay, just draw this thing with, you know, a bunch of forest creatures and they weren't specific about which ones. And so different animators had favorites. Different animate. Yeah. Someone's like, well, I really enjoy drawing the chipmunks. And then someone else is like, I hate drawing the stripes on the chipmunks. I'm just going to do bunnies. Yeah. They're just kind of like blobs of brown. Blobs of brown with a big fluffy tail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But yeah. So when you switch angles, it's like, that's a different crew of animals moving. That's yeah. (laughs) Which doesn't make sense. But I mean, I can totally understand it happening. Mm hmm. Makes sense. They're, they're picking up the gang along the way as they run through the forest. Yeah, so I guess maybe the, maybe some of the chipmunks just peeled off to go get other animals, and the bunnies were just or like, we're all lines. here, so we're on the, the main line. Yeah, yeah. Um, bef- uh, I did want to mention, I forgot to mention this uh, with Snow White and the Hag, but uh, in the book, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the creation of a classic, mm-hmm. um, it says that Bob Stokes, who had originally done some animation for the the queen in her stately, beautiful state, mm-hmm. um, he in this sequence of of Snow White and the Hag at at the cottage, he started to animate uh, Snow White. So the, this animation of Snow White is a little is a little different from the other animation of Snow White. Mm-hmm. And then the Norm Ferguson was still doing the hag. Right. Um, but he, I felt, I thought it was, I didn't see much difference in the animation of Snow White. I, I would have had like, to watch it. Maybe a little that. more, but maybe like a little bit of a difference, but like, it's, it's hard to say it just, unless you're really looking for it. I think she just seems scared most of the time. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than her smiling, happy and, and enjoying things, um, but I bet I bet if we really looked for it specifically, um, we could find yeah. some subtle things in in how she moves or something. Maybe. Um, another note: I should have mentioned this before the animals, but when Snow White brings the Hag into the cottage, so the Hag is like hunched over, um, and her head, you know, is is level with her shoulders basically, and she's still almost as tall or or a little bit taller than Snow White. Which, if the hag has similar proportions to the queen, that means the queen is fairly tall. They put her at like close to six feet. Now that I think about it, we've never seen the hag in Snow White. The 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 queen in Snow White in Snow White, except like with the queen in the window. Yeah, they're never together. They're never together. Now that I think about it, I haven't thought about that. But but so you never. But it, it looks like the queen is pretty tall. Yeah, I, I would have always guessed that she was pretty tall. And depending on whether, you know, it's like how similar is the hag's body to the queen's body and, yeah. and all of that. But I would guess that the queen's pretty tall just based on the hag being um, so hunched and still being, um, you know, the same height or maybe a little taller than Snow White is. At the parks, at the Disney parks, the height requirement for face character performers, so characters who are not in, like, a mascot costume, the princess's height requirement are between 5'3 and Mm 5'7. And usually when it's Snow White, she's a little bit small on the shorter end. Right, like a 5'5. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because she's 14 years old. Mm -hmm. With the villains, with the face villains, like the stepmother and the stepsisters and, and... and mm-hmm. the uh, evil queen, 
the height requirement is between 5'6 and 5'10. And for the queen, I believe she's a li- usually on the taller end. When I met her at one of my visits to Disneyland, she was um, quite a bit taller than me, and I'm between 5'7 and 5'8. Right. So, so it tracks that she'd be a little bit taller than, than Snow White anyway, but I still feel like she's probably closer to, like, six foot, um, typically, just probably. based on everything I've seen, um, which means that the door to the dwarf's house is such a weird height. I've talked about it before, but, like, it's probably not quite six feet tall, which is, like, way too tall for the dwarfs and not really quite tall enough for a lot of people. So I don't know what that house is built for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't track. It does not. But but the hag is definitely hunched over quite a bit. Yes. And she is about the same kind of height like a vulture. As, as well, yeah, kind of like a vulture, but she is the the same about the same height as Snow White. Yes, which, when she's hunched over, she's yeah. she's standing and can look Snow White in the eye. Yeah. But she, she it's not like she's purposely hunching over. It's that form that that body... Yes, it, it's it's the uh, disguise she got from her potion. Yes, exactly. Should we jump to the, the dwarves? The dwarves, so... Unless you had something else on no. on the hag, uh, Bobby. Um, the only thing that I thought was, was kind of funny is just that the, the animals, I guess, they know Snow White well enough to know that they've tried a couple times to warn her, and, you know, once the hag is in the house and they look through the window, they're like, okay, we're giving up on trying to warn her. Let's go get the dwarves, because this isn't going to work. <laughs> So they just wash their hands yeah. like, okay, I'm done with this. Let's go get the dwarves. She's not paying attention. Which, which is interesting because the animals haven't had like real interactions with the dwarves uh, in this movie. They've always had interactions with or through Snow White. Right. So the fact that she's not trusting and they're like, okay, we're going to go try and convince the dwarves and they don't really know us and they don't know that we know Snow White so well. Like, I don't even know if the dwarfs have really seen the the animals with Snow White. I mean, there's that deer that Sleepy was driving on the Yeah, so they've, they've interacted some. And then some. The, the birds, the bluebirds, when the dwarfs got into the house, but cottage, they didn't, but they, they, didn't, never, they, saw they never saw them. They just So made... they don't even know that the animals helped <laughs> clean the house, probably. Probably not, unless Snow White told them. But... So... Like, this is kind of a long shot. This isn't even as, as, you know, good a chance as Lassie to, you know, tell someone that Timmy's in the well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the animals are like, we just have to, like, drag them back here and yeah. hope they get it. Hope, hope they understand, because these, these animals, unlike some, unlike, like, Cinderella. Or, or what we'll get in Little Mermaid. Or what we'll get in Little Mermaid, especially in Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they can't don't, communicate. They don't talk to people <laughs> yeah they have they haven't really communicated directly with her they i mean they obviously have a connection to snow white and she can kind of understand what they're trying to tell her mm-hmm. but but it's, it's like charades but it's like fine. charades and she 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 has to like figure out it by herself what what they're trying to figure out or what they're trying to say but with the dwarfs they haven't communicated with these animals and so how are they supposed like how are the animals tr- like thinking yeah we will they will understand us when we're trying to pull them away from- <laughs> which i think i mean this is getting a little bit into tomorrow but i think that's like why they really they they don't try to communicate anything they just start pulling yeah um but before we get to that which isn't even in in today's minute we get just the, the short segment with the dwarfs so, so the animals run into the forest 
And then the music is intensifying a little bit, but then it just cuts to um, the the hi-ho song, the, the, the orchestration for that. Mm-hmm. They have some of their um, tools. I was about to say weapons, but no, tools <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for mining. And they're whistling and singing hi-ho. And there was something you noted in the background of... This. Yeah, so... Um, We've learned to really look closely at the, the background paintings, the, the watercolor paintings that they put in. And this one has one of my favorite things is, uh, there's a tree kind of in the foreground and the tree has a brick oven inside it, which is like, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but there's definitely like, it, it it's, there's, there's, brick? there's a brick section and you can see a pan set above it a couple, a couple inches. And it's like, that is, uh, like a cooking fire brick oven kind of setup. Would they use it for lunch? What, what I don't know, but also it's inside a tree, so it doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah. like, how could that happen? Unless they've just hollowed it out Maybe. and put bricks all throughout the inside, so it um, is just kind of an aesthetic thing. But it's a it, like it's an amazing little detail I saw, and then you can see I think two different um, mine shaft entrances with with cart lines. And things like that. Originally, I thought... I don't think we've seen this um, this angle of no. background Originally, before. I thought that that first mine shaft entrance that's right directly behind the dwarfs who are marching. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I thought that was the vault, but I looked and I was no. like, it doesn't say vault and it doesn't look like the vault anymore. But like when I first glanced at it, I thought it was the vault, but it's, it, it's not. It's an entrance that we haven't seen. Yeah, so. this is a whole different section of the, the mining operation, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe we saw it when they were marching home, but I don't remember it. But we weren't looking as closely at the backgrounds at that point. That was in the. That was near the beginning of the film, and <laughs> we weren't looking extremely into background detail then. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but that's how this uh, this minute wraps up. Is just they're they're marching and singing, um, and they're they're in order. Um. But yeah, that's, that's everything I that's, have. For that's you. our that's our two minutes with you, Bobby. Do you have any other notes? Um, the only other thing that I've got is that she did not take very long to get in trouble. I mean, uh, before we started the sequence, <laughs> the dwarves yeah, said, they didn't... "Don't let anybody in." You know, be careful. And they haven't even made it to the work site. I mean, they're just arriving as she's already in you know great peril. So she didn't take too long to get in trouble. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know exactly how long it takes them to march to the worksite. Um, we also don't know, like, what order she was making the pies. So if Grumpy's was the last pie, we might be dealing with, you know, a- an hour, hour and a half, two hours. But if his is one of the first ones, then it might be, like, 45 well, minutes Well, I was talking with hour. my wife about that, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. we were, when we were watching it to, to prep for this, and I was like, well, how does the, the hag smell the pies? You know, she says, you're making pies, right? And she kind of smells if she's she hasn't started baking them in... And my wife's like, no, she must have started baking them already. So yeah, it, Grumpy's is at least not the first. She must have something in the oven. Yeah, yeah. Grumpy's that one, definitely that one has not been baked. has not baked. Maybe like a little bit for the crust, but before yeah, she yeah. So she may have started like the top. But she may have done a, a like a like a starter um, bake on the bottom crust so that everything but, gets baked through. But yeah, even then, but even then, that's it, a good point. That they're. She probably had start. It's probably not the first yeah. pie, I'm thinking, but it's I don't know. I, mean, I always kind of got the feeling that it was mm-hmm. the last pie, like she was making Grumpy's last. Yeah, but I don't have any like <laughs> source for that. Mm-hmm. 
But also, each each guest, we like to ask, uh, how do you feel about Snow White's voice? I have always hated her voice. Um, like, so it's a hard yes, no. Like for you. anytime I hear it, it's it just grates on me constantly. So for that reason, I never watched Snow White a, a lot as a kid um, because I was always like, no, no, let's not watch that one. Let's watch Beauty and the Beast or, or one of the other ones because her voice is just so annoying to me. Um, so. It's a classic, but uh, that voice, it, it gets you. It really does. All right. Well, we we do appreciate you being a guest for these couple episodes. And if people want to hear more of you or, or Beauty and the Beastly Minute, where do they go? Yeah. Um, if you want to check out Beauty and the Beastly Minute, um, look it up anywhere podcasts are found. We are, at this point, um, we're about 15 minutes into it. Um, so we're still just getting started, but we've got a lot of exciting things coming down the line and we're excited to be doing it. If you want to send us messages or, or get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just look up Beastly Minute and you will find us. And uh, hopefully we'll be uh, having lots of fun with you guys. All right. And as for us, you can go to Facebook and find the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or the Damsels, where you post links or share comments or theories, uh, flesh out some of our ideas on, on the minute. Uh, you can also share us with your friends or family members. You can let them know that podcasts are great and that this is one of the best ones out there. Uh, if that's how you feel <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could feel otherwise, but do share us with friends. Uh, leave us rating and a review on, uh, through whatever service you're using to listen to us too. That really is a wonderful help, but most importantly, come back and listen to more of Snow White and the seven dwarfs minute here on the Disney animation minutes. <laughs> I don't sit around. Here on the Disney Animation Minute Essentials podcast. I almost went ahead and, and talked about damsels, uh, but we'll be back tomorrow with more. And until then, just whistle while you work. <laughs> Woohoo!